Hello, welcome to Financial Markets Weekly, an audio podcast by Succinct Information. This is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. We help you save time while covering the key events and market performance. These are the highlights from last week. The headline of the week was the credit rating downgrade of the US by rating agency Fitch, from AAA to AA+. The move was based on expected fiscal deterioration over the next three years, and an already high and increasing debt burden. Fitch forecasts the general government deficit to rise to 6.3% of GDP this year, up from 3.7% last year. Ratings agency Moody's maintains a AAA rating, while S&P downgraded the US to AA plus back in 2011. The White House reacted with disapproval and described the decision as absurd and widely and correctly ridiculed. Bond markets were little changed on the news, and Treasury yields barely moved. 10-year Treasury yields rose by just 9 basis to 4.06%, while the short end fell 11 basis to 4.8%. All other developed bond markets were also little changed despite the surprise decision. The two main catalysts for the weakness in stock markets were Apple's guidance after beating consensus and Friday's non-farm payrolls update for July. The non-farm payrolls reading was plus 187,000, which shows the US economy created fewer jobs than the 200,000 expected, and the same as the month earlier. Both figures for May and June were revised lower, by a total of 49,000 posts. The jobs market is cooling down compared to last year. However, the unemployment rate, lower at 3.5%, and average wages, which expanded by 4.4% interannual, and are growing faster than inflation, confirmed that the US labor market remains tight, as explained by the Federal Reserve on multiple occasions. The update hit the dollar on Friday, and the dollar index ended the week 0.4% lower at 102 points, without significant moves on major pairs. The euro is at 110, and the sterling is at 127.48. Before moving on to equity markets, let's briefly cover the action of central banks. On Thursday, the Bank of England raised its base rate by 25 basis points as expected to 5.25%, a 15-year high, and warned that rates will remain at restrictive levels after hiking 14 straight times. House prices in the UK fell the most since 2009, down 3.8% year-on-year, as mortgage rates hit the highest since 2008. On Tuesday, the Reserve Bank of Australia kept its benchmark rate unchanged at 4.1%, in a surprise decision as analysts expected a 25 basis point hike. The RBA did not rule out the need for further tightening, but said that the recent increases were keeping demand and price pressures under control. June's headline inflation rose by 5.4% and core CPI by 5.9%. Back to stocks, which were the notable asset class with some steep falls. The S&P 500 and the stock's 600 indexes fell 2.3%, 
while the Nasdaq 100, the German DAX, the Spanish IBEX and the Italian MIBTEL indexes lost more than 3% on the week. There were no significant moves among leading emerging stock markets, but the sector fell more than 2% on average. Apple reported figures that beat estimates with quarterly sales reaching almost $82 billion and profits of $20 billion, both little changed on an annual basis. Although the tech giant did not offer guidance for the next quarter, its CFO signaled that the company expected a decline in sales. Shares posted their worst week since November, with a 7% fall to $182. Apple's market cap fell below $3 trillion to $2.8 trillion, still the largest company in the world. Shares are 40% higher in 2023, in line with its mega-cap peers, Microsoft and Alphabet. Amazon reported solid figures for Q2 that significantly beat expectations, with sales of $134 billion, up 11% year-on-year, and profits of close to $7 billion, compared to a loss of $2 billion a year ago. Amazon issued upbeat guidance on sales for Q3. Shares gained 5.6% to $139 and a 66% higher year-to-date. Some notable moves include a 26% fall in shares of Fortinet, a $45 billion market cap cybersecurity company, after missing sales estimates and slashing its forecast for annual revenues. Block, the fintech backed by Jack Dorsey, beat sales and earnings estimates, but presented weaker growth figures sending shares down by 19%. Regarding corporate deals, it's worth mentioning the takeover of New Relic, an American software company by private equity firms, for $6.1 billion. Also on corporate deals, the German sandal maker backed by LVMH, Birkenstock, is considering a public listing that could value the firm at $8 billion. In commodity markets, crude oil closed its sixth positive week driven by Saudi Arabia's warning it could deepen cuts to oil output after extending the already announced production reduction for one month. The signal to prop up oil prices was ill-received by Washington, as it helps Moscow finance the war. WTI gained 2.8% to 82.80, and Brent added 1.5% to 86.20. The grains complex suffered steep losses, with corn dropping 7% on the week to 484, while wheat plunged 10% to 633, for different reasons. Cooler weather conditions in the U.S. Midwest Belt region, beneficial to crop yields, hit corn and soybeans, while the absence of war escalation news in a relatively quiet week sent wheat sharply lower. India is considering a reduction of its 40% wheat import taxes to improve supply and control prices. Lastly, on the digital assets sector, several leading altcoins fell sharply, with Solana, Ripple and Litecoin losing between 8 and 13%. Bitcoin and Ethereum a little changed at shy of $29,000 and $1,826. That's all for this week. Please subscribe to the channel and help us promote it. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our subscription service. Have a good week.